Thank you for joining me on another episode of Proudly Differently Abled with Michael Varchetto. Tonight we'll be discussing the parents' perspective of what my college career was like at uh, Dominican University. So for that, I'm going to bring in my mother, Janet Varchetto. Hello, everyone. I'm back again. Um, I think before we jump into life at um, the College of Michael and Matthew's choosing, I just want to step back a minute or two and just reiterate that both of my sons applied to many colleges, eight in fact, and had been accepted by all eight of them. Ended up at the one that was closest to home, literally 15 minutes from our house, and um, did not want to live on campus. No way, no how were they willing to live on campus. So it was a little bit different of an experience because they were commuters, but I have to say they certainly made the most of it. Um, I wanted to just express again that I can recall standing at Dominican University and looking around and thinking to myself, to all the naysayers who did not believe that my sons were capable of getting to college. I just wanted to say, you know what? I really don't regret any fight I had to have to get here because here is where they're supposed to be. And at that moment, I remember feeling out of all of the choices, even though this was the closest to home, that it was the best choice for them and felt safe and at home to me. So I understood finally why they chose that particular university. Um, And so that, you know, sort of began, I guess, a nerve-wracking process for us in the sense that would we get through it? Would they make it? Um, You know, what do we do if we need help? Some of the coursework certainly was going to be beyond our scope of what we could help out with. Um, but they managed to get through and do what they needed to do pretty much on their own with a tutor smattered in here or there. Um, I do remember thinking to myself, this is so much easier. And this is from my perspective, okay? I, I'm sure this isn't how my sons felt. But from my perspective, thinking how much easier it was to be at the college level because it seemed to me that there was an overwhelming sense of it's okay, they're adults now, and it's okay if they they do it a little differently. Now, I'm not saying that society as a whole has accepted and or at that time had accepted differences um, at the level at which they needed to, but I had a sense that They're adults now, and they weren't expected to sit in neat little rows with their hands folded and do everything the same as their peers. It was okay to express different opinions. They were adults. There were adults there that were 18. There were adults there that were probably in their 60s. So there was a varying degree of personalities and and types at 
a university level as there would be any at any university. And it just seemed like a more accepting environment to me, just in general. And, um, you know, a little bit different on my part in the sense that there weren't meetings anymore to attend because at the college level, the IEP goes away. And the other important thing is that your young adult or, you know, whoever, uh, you yourself, um, at whatever stage you might be at attending college, are expected to self-advocate. So to be very honest, I think, you know, the college didn't particularly care what we thought about what they should or shouldn't be doing. Um, They just wanted us to pay the tuition and the rest was left up to our sons to navigate and advocate for themselves. So my job kind of took a back seat at that point. Um... And it seemed to be going fine for the most part. Uh, There were moments where we did have meetings with the professors, but Michael had to call those meetings and invite me to attend. And so um, they had a meeting, I remember, with the special ed disability coordinator Um, at the university and it happened that there was a professor there that I knew very well through my advocacy that I was doing at the time and still am doing Um, and I knew that she was there and she was the person who was heading up the department for teachers that wanted to be special education teachers and so we invited her to attend because she had a very interesting perspective on how to provide accommodations um, to kiddos and adults that, you know, learn differently. And so we invited her and whichever particular professor we needed to speak to about what type of learner the boys were and what things they might need in the class and and why they might need that. Um, But again, the onus is on the individual to self-disclose and not necessarily on mom and dad. Of course, I could not and did not sit idly by some of the time. Um, But for the most part, uh, the boys navigated all of this themselves. And um, that, that was in some ways refreshing, I guess I would say and a little bit um, surprising to me. So when Michael and Matthew were at Dominican, there were times it seemed to me that they probably had not had very many students that had learning differences at that time. Um, Just probably it it seemed as though they had had a handful. And so some of the things that we were asking for, I think they were somewhat surprised about, like providing technology support and and, uh, different ways to test. But I would say that they were open-minded for the most part. And I do feel like we sort of learned together Um, as they went through their four and a half years at the university. 
So I do feel like the university learned from having them as students because we weren't requesting the typical extended time or a quiet environment. You know, some of the requests were a bit more extensive and um, they were sometimes surprised by them, but willing, had a willingness to work with us, which was um, a breath of fresh air because, you know, I, I don't think we had had that in the past um, in in the grade school and the high school. So, and, and I mean, I think part of that comes from the fact that in the adult world, it's more accepted, I think, uh, and people can joke and laugh about things and say, yep, I'm not good at math either, or I can't spell to save my life. And those things are all okay as an adult. Um, in the education world, when you're in grade school, the public school setting or private school setting, whichever it is you're involved in, when you're a kid, it's not okay to say, I don't spell very well. It should be, but it isn't. And so I think just by the sheer nature of the makeup of a university teaching adults, there there was this sense of um, it's okay to express what things were difficult and, and what things you were not particularly great at. Um, I, again, you know, felt like as time went on, School was looking for different ways to work with Michael and Matthew. I I feel to an extent they looked at it as somewhat of a challenge to be able to try to figure it out and make it work. Like, we're going to do this. Um, and introducing and figuring out about technology or trying to learn about technology, actually from Michael, who had come from the high school with technology support already having been in place for him and already knew how to use a lot of the technology, but trying to convince the team at Dominican to uh, purchase the technology so that he could use it on the computers there. And they ultimately did do that. And uh, Michael worked with some of the staff to help teach them how to use the technology as well which was um, a pretty neat thing, I think. At some point, they even, I remember, invited the boys to apply for a scholarship that had been put in place by a particular individual's family um, for students with special needs or um, students who learn differently. And they did apply, and they they were accepted, and they did receive the scholarship. I think they were the second and third students to ever receive the scholarship. So um, that helped helped a lot. And I think, um, you know, in other words, I felt like this the school had sort of this investment in them to make sure that they got to their end goal, which was graduating with a degree. And so they did, in fact, do that and graduated with a double major. And I think at some point, you know, some of the people were a little bit surprised that that's actually what happened, that they did get a double major. 
And I think they were equally as surprised that it only took them four and a half years, which is, you know, half a semester, I mean, a semester longer than was expected, which was amazing. And I do remember the special ed person, the person in charge of the disability services, crying about as much as I did at their graduation, because I think, again, it meant a lot to them to have seen uh, Michael and Matthew succeed. So there they were up on stage, these two little baby boys who would never walk, never talk, be intellectually challenged. There they were crossing the stage and getting their degree. And that was a very amazing and proud moment for all of us um, because we had come such a long way on our journey and had so many bumps along the way. Um, but in the end, it all worked out. And we were fortunate that, that's, that we chose the right school or that, actually, I can't take credit for that, but that my sons chose the right school that was a good fit for them. And, um, you know, in terms of like the social aspect of college, Michael and Matthew, as I said earlier, did not want to live on campus, but would go back and forth and attend all of the social functions, the movie nights, the pizza nights. They'd go and, you know, visit their friends in the dorms and hang out, maybe spend the night occasionally. Um, so they really, even though they didn't live on campus, got the best of both worlds and consequently formed some very good friendships that they still have with those students that they met at Dominican who um, just accepted them for who they were and didn't look at them any differently than anybody else. Because again, as I said before, everyone, truth, truth is everyone does do it differently and it should be okay and it was okay. And we were very pleased with that. So let me end by just saying I am um, very proud of my sons and their accomplishments and um, their ability to navigate that four and a half years and um, their ability to become comfortable in their own skin because at the end of the day, you are who you are. Um, we all have our gifts. We all have things that are difficult for us, and it's just a matter of helping other people understand that it's okay. So thank you very much, um, and that's it. Please join me next time when uh, I do bring back my mother again, but not to discuss uh, her, her life as a parent, but uh, her life as, as it pertains to her career as being a social advocate and more of what that means and what that means for the family she represents. Thank you. Please join me next.